Our guest is P.G. Sittenfeld. P.G. is Cincinnati City Councilman and Democratic candidate for Senate in the great state of Ohio. Born and raised in Cincinnati, P.G. is a graduate of Princeton University and was awarded a Marshall, nice name for that scholarship, uh, to attend graduate school at Oxford University. A couple of years ago, P.G. was elected to his second term on the Cincinnati City Council, finishing first in the citywide election and winning by the largest percentage and margin of victory in modern Cincinnati history. P.G.'s hands-on approach to delivering results for his city earned him the National New Ideas Challenge Award last year, uh, the year before last, for making government work better. He's led major efforts to improve the lives of his constituents, working to help attract more than 5,000 good-paying new jobs to Cincinnati, investing in neighborhood development and making a successful push to put nearly 100 police officers back on the streets. More than a pleasure to have with us somebody I hope that I will be calling uh, Senator next time around, P.G. Sittenfeld. Uh, Mr. Sittenfeld, thank you for joining us, uh, or I should say uh, Councilman Sittenfeld. Thank you for joining us. Good afternoon. Leslie, thank you for the incredibly generous introduction. I, I thank you also for funding my, my uh, uh, graduate school scholarship. I, I've never <laughs> given you full credit for that. <laughs> well, but no, it's, it's, it's a pleasure to be with you, and uh, we're experiencing a lot of momentum in our Senate campaign, so I, I too hope to be Ohio's next United States Senator. Oh, well, well yeah, de- definitely. And I, you know, I always like having, you know, politicians that I know I can say, hey, PG, I mean, Senator. When we do get there, please continue to call me PG. I, I would, lo- I would, I would love that. Um, you, you know, uh, I wanted to just, uh, for full disclosure, my husband's an orthopedic surgeon and he did his fellowship with Frank Noyes at CSMOC, Cincinnati Sports Medicine. Sure, sure. So my husband lived there for a year and I was living in Chicago at the time, but I went back and forth. So I've spent a lot of time in Cincinnati. I've 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 had my uh, I've I've had my skyline chili and I've had what's the great ice cream there it begins with a G a graters that would be graters ice cream yeah. which uh, your 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 listenership doesn't have to take your or my word for it no, no one less than Oprah herself said it's the finest she's ever had so that's uh, it's, it's I'm not gonna lie it's the best ice cream I've ever had and I thought it's I had the best before good, let's be honest yeah no it's re- it's it's real it's real of course sugar free fat free no I'm just joking but well, and, and given given your uh, your 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 husband's line of work you'll appreciate that you know, I've been able to tell people over the course of uh, of this campaign that I've already won this year, this past year, the most important campaign of my life. When my now fiance accepted my marriage proposal last May, we'll be getting married later this year. But you'll be glad to know she is also a soon-to-be doctor. Oh, cool, cool. So we need, so we need more women. We need more women in the medical field. So I, I'm I'm impressed with that. And boy, similar to my house, although uh, I'm not running politics and medicine, it, it can make for strange but very good well, bedfellows. It's, it's nice to have a sort of chief healthcare advisor who uh, you, you make their coffee for them every morning too. Absolutely. Well, before we go to our first break, because I definitely want to talk about your campaign, what you're doing, and what you're running on. And and one of the, and uh, when we come back, I, uh, PG, your your campaign is really guns are and gun safety are the crux of your campaign. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we want to hear why. And I think if you look at crime, not just in Ohio, and gun ownership uh, in Ohio and the rest of the country, there's a reason PG is doing it. And I I, I think it's not only necessary, I I think it's true passion, and that's that's great, not somebody who's just picking a political topic, because obviously that's not a popular one (laughs) with Republicans who may be looking for a new senator. We'll be back with PG Sittenfeld, Cincinnati City Councilman and Democratic candidate for the Senate of the great state of Ohio. Back after this.
with our guest, Cincinnati City Councilman. That's a great city if you haven't been, by the way. Democratic candidate for the Senate in the great state of Ohio, Mr. P.G. Sittenfeld. And congrats on your upcoming uh, nuptials, uh, Councilman. Yeah, no, uh, 2016 is, is going to be a lively, uh, eventful, and, and hopefully happy year no matter what. Absolutely. You are running an unabashed campaign on gun safety. And I, I want to talk about, before we get into proposals that y- you have that I think are very common sense and, and I think they're necessary, why is this your issue and why should this issue matter to the people in the great state of Ohio? Well, I, I appreciate you asking, and we are being unabashed when it comes to you know putting forward proposals that I think can help you know address what to me is one of the urgent moral issues of our day. And you know you know the numbers, as do your your listeners. But in our country right now, more than thirty thousand people a year lose their life at the hand of a gun. You know, more than eleven thousand homicides every year. And you know, there's a level. I think we've gotten too accustomed to this in the United States that we sometimes forget other countries don't live like this, Leslie. And we obviously we don't have to either. And you know, Ohio is not immune to the epidemic of gun violence. You know, Cleveland had its most most homicides uh, this current year in the last decade. And for me, you know, it's not as though we're just helpless and can't do anything about it. I think so much of it is a matter of having the political will to do things like, you know, insist on universal background checks, to get assault weapons out of the, you know, off the streets of our cities and out of our neighborhoods, to not say we're going to grant special immunity to the entire gun industry. I mean, obviously, another no-brainer that's been big in the news lately is not letting folks who are on our own government's terrorist watch list or who are you know known to associate with folks on that list legally walk into a store in Ohio and buy firearms and buy explosives. So, you know, will we ever be able to, to sort of, you know, prevent every tragedy and every incident? No, but not being able to do everything to me doesn't mean that the answer is to do nothing at all. And, you know, another piece of this, why it's a big issue, especially I think gun safety and reducing gun violence has probably been a bigger issue in the United States Senate campaign in Ohio than almost any place across the country, is because the other two, uh, other two folks in this race, the incumbent, a guy named Rob Portman, the Republican, has an A rating from the NRA. My opponent in the Democratic primary, Ted Strickland, has an A-plus rating from the NRA. And, you know, over decades, they've decided to do nothing. They've always sided with the gun lobby. And I just think the country, you know, I think we are coming up to a turning point, but we also we have to come up to, to a, a turning point. We can't afford to go on like this. Uh, let's talk about a couple of things. I have to tell you, I, I, I know uh, Portman, obviously, and I know sure. uh, your other senator who you could work with, Senator Brown, in your state very well. I really, Absolutely. I, I feel Ohio benefit, and, you know, as certainly our Senate and our nation would, uh, having another uh, Democrat, um, that especially from the state of Ohio. But let, let, let's talk about Mr. Strickland for a moment. And and the reason I say this is I have to say the, the former congressman and, and governor for 20 years has had this A-plus rating with the NRA. On paper, Mr. Strickland looks like a Republican. Well, when it comes to guns, I think that his, and again, you know, I would only say judge him by his record, and it is a long one, right? He had his time in Congress. He had his time as governor. And, again, anyone can look this up so that they can confirm everything I'm saying. You know, he voted literally against every single common-sense gun safety reform that was ever put in front of him. He voted against background checks. He voted against the ban on assault weapons. He voted in favor of immunity for the gun industry. He even voted against requiring child safety locks on handguns. 
done. So, you know, however you spin it, for those of us that say, you know, let's do something, let's take meaningful action when it comes to the epidemic of gun violence in this country, Ted Strickland was consistently again and again and again on the wrong side of the issue. And, you know, because we've been putting serious pressure on him in the context of this race to say you're out of step, not just where with Democrats are, but where with Americans are, even with common sense steps that gun owners themselves want to take um, to, to, you know, address this problem. He's felt some of the heat, so he's tried to evolve a little bit here and there. But the problem is, even in the context of this very campaign, Leslie, he's bragged about having an A-plus rating from the NRA. So, you know, I guess zebras, you know, leopards don't change their spots and zebras don't change their stripes. And, you know, as, as far as I can tell, Ted Strickland, you know, is, this, is the person who's always been on this issue. Let's talk so many things here. Um, unfortunately, Ohio is something similar to the state of Florida with regard to guns, and that's stand your ground. But stand yep. your ground—it's like stand your ground on your property, which is basically you wander in my backyard, I get to shoot you, right. no questions asked. We can't forget Mr. Trayvon Martin, who lost his life uh, with stand your ground as a defense. Tell folks about this uh, regarding this in the state of Ohio. Yes, yeah, another this thing. I mean, you know, goes by the by the, the castle law in Ohio. And it's another thing that, that Ted Strickland supported. And again, I mean, I think that the important thing is, and look, I, you know, I'm, as with you, I'm sure we all know folks who are enthusiastic gun owners, and they don't mind going through certain steps and regulations to be responsible gun owners. I mean, when you think, and I know people make these comparisons all the time, but you think about the steps that someone has to take if they want to get behind uh, the wheel of a car, right? I mean, not, none of this prevents a responsible, law-abiding person from still being able to have guns if they want to, you know, protect their home or take the next generation hunting, but we're in a place where because of the stranglehold that the NRA has had on people like Ted Strickland and like Rob Portman, doing anything at all is, is sort of cast as being some extreme measure when, you, you know, you and I know it's not. This is, this is plain, simple common sense. When you look at what's happening, I mean, today is going to be the Iowa caucus, and yeah. we see people with happy Iowa help. caucuses. By the way, that should have been the first words out of my mouth. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, on the left, we have Bernie Sanders doing much better than people would think. Somebody who's like, you know, hey, I'm a Jewish socialist, and uh, <laughs> then and then on the right, Donald Trump. But the reason I mention them is they're outsiders. Uh, they're not insider candidates, although Senator Sanders has been in D.C. for years. They're viewed as such in the frustration by voters. And Strickland, your opponent, is an ultimate insider. He is endorsed by some big groups, which I'm sure you'd like to have endorsement of, DSCC or the Ohio Democratic Party. But there are a few things that I like about you, Mr. Sittenfeld, and um, that, that's one of the reasons I'm having you on. Um, one, you're, you're young, and uh, you're, you're a very handsome man, by the way. Young, uh, and <laughs> hey, 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 my, my grandmother voted for John F. Kennedy because he was handsome and he was, he was a good president. Okay, but, but that's not, not the reason. You're, you have that passion. You are that outsider. You are that voice of the people. You know, you're not being bought. You're, 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 you know, he gets these endorsements, but, you know, there's closed door meetings and then his spokesperson's doing the speaking. You are out there really shaking hands and kissing babies. And quite frankly, we're seeing a very grassroots movement in, uh, you know, politicians out there, if you will, if I, I may say the underdog or the outsider dog um, who could be top dog. I'm certainly hoping for that for you. What about folks that say to you, hey, PG, you don't have these huge endorsements. How you get to get over?
over on this guy? Well, first of all, obviously, the endorsement I want most of all at the end of the day is the, the voters all across Ohio. And I will say everywhere we've gone in all corners of the state, we've won converts. We've done it by having a substantive, forward-looking, progressive message. And it is, you know, to sort of go back to what you said earlier, I don't think the country is looking to have two Republican parties. One is more than enough, right? So we want Democrats who are going to be bold and offer, you know, meaningful ideas and meaningful solutions when it comes to, you know, student loan debt and gun safety and the environment and an economy that works for everybody. And, you know, to what you were just saying a moment ago, if you, if you had said to anybody, you know, a little over a year ago, Donald Trump is going to be atop the polls on one side, but you're going to see someone like Bernie Sanders surging on the other side, I think people would have been surprised. But one thing I do think is sort of there across the electorate, and we felt this with my candidacy, is, you know, people are looking for something different and yes. fresh and new and not necessarily more of the same. So, you know, I, I, I have not spent decades in Congress letting special interests sink their talons into me. My interest in running for the United States Senate is to do what's right. And, uh, you know, we've, we've been able to get a lot of folks excited along the way. Oh, I, I, and you can hear it in your voice. You're more than a shiny new toy uh, or shiny new object, as President Obama said. Um, uh, Mr. Strickland, talk to us about his choices. Keystone is an example. Yeah, well, so this is another one where, where I've been disappointed, or again, where I think what people are looking for is folks who are going to say, this is where I stand, and I'm not going to be afraid to be bold, even on those issues that are a little bit controversial. So um, Governor Strickland was asked at some point during the campaign, and this is when Keystone was a major issue, even more so than it is you know, right now. Uh, it was asked, what do you think, Ted Strickland, about the Keystone pipeline? And his answer, this was widely reported in the press across Ohio, was, it's too divisive, I'm staying out of it. For me, that is not an acceptable answer for somebody that's running for the United States Senate, because guess what? Most of the important things that we are going to be advocating and, and sort of deliberating on in the United States Senate, most of those important things are going to be controversial. So that's not an excuse to duck something. You know, women's choice, there are going to be folks that think it's controversial. Campaign finance reform, there are going to be folks that think it's controversial. Gun safety legislation, there are going to be folks that think this is controversial. That's why you can't be afraid when something is controversial to take a stand. And to this day, I think he still never said where he is in the Keystone Pipeline. The incumbent Republican Senator Rob Portman, he's uh, described by many as a center-right, a more moderate Republican. He pretends. He pretends well. Okay, so tell us how he pretends well, because you know toppling an incumbent is tough. Unfortunately, Americans like to gripe, moan, and complain about their politicians and then reelect both on the left and the right, the same people in all of them. Well, although, as you said, I mean, the the mood sort of in the actions of the electorate might be a little bit different this year, and nobody is more of a Washington insider, of a creature of the Capitol, of a sort of, you know, someone who does the bidding of corporate special interests than Rob Portman is. And, you know, I would say he is, and and let me just say, Ted Strickland, you know, I, I should have said this earlier, is a very nice man. We have disagreements on the policy issues. I, I have believed that the merit of my candidacy is more sort of fits the needs of, of where the, what the country um, needs right now. But, you know, Rob Portman is also, he's a, he's a nice person, and he's very good at being polite and sort of saying things with a smile. But the reality is, I don't care if, you know, your manners are polite, if the way you vote isn't very polite. And, you know, pretending to be a moderate, but voting like Ted Cruz time and again, that's not what the country needs more of. And the truth is, that's, that's mostly what Rob Portman the record ends up looking like. Uh, no, no, yeah, no question. Let me, let me just give you one, one example on this. This was reported, I believe, in the New York Times. He was asked after the, the absolutely horrific tragedy at Sandy Hook, will you vote for this background check bill, uh, Mansion Toomey? And his answer was, you know, I've got an A rating from the NRA, so I'm probably not going to be able to. I mean, where is an iota of courage to do what's right ahead of just doing the bidding of the people that, you know, fund your campaigns? says it all it's a, it says it all i'm going to i hope you don't mind some tough questions at fire away okay 
when I looked at uh, Real Clear Politics polls today, um, it shows Strickland up over Portman. That's a good thing because he's a Democrat. It's a bad thing because of the type of Democrat that he is. I want to see your name. I, you know, I want to see your name on Real Clear Politics above Portman. Why, why is it because of these large endorsements that we no, see really Strickland, so, or is it check writing? I mean, what, you know, what is it? Because politics is politics. Yeah, no, well, so a couple things. One, it, it might not shock you to hear that I do not have, you know, D.C. corporate PACs filling our coffers, but, you know, this is all public information. Through the first three quarters of the year, we raised $1.5 million. I think any candidate would say he wishes it were more, but, you know, we're going to have serious resources to spread our message and to let folks know who I am and what I stand for. And I think the two things, you know, as you know well, uh, sort of a poll is a snapshot in time, and we've known this for the entire race as we've been laying groundwork, especially as we've been building momentum more recently, is that, you know, two things are going to happen in the home stretch of the campaign. One, you know, a lot of folks that aren't necessarily tuned in a year out or six months out and aren't political insiders, they're going to start paying attention in advance of going to vote. And as they've been tuning in, especially recently, we've been getting, you know, a really terrific reception. And then the other thing is, you know, as we've been working hard to make sure we have the resources that have been put in our coffers by grassroots folks all across the state, we're going to go out and spend that money to let people know they have a choice, they have a progressive option, they have, you know, a young new leader that can sort of carry the torch. So I think that by the time both the primary rolls around in Ohio on March 15th and then Election Day in November, folks are going to know exactly what we stand for, and it's going to be, it's going to be a winning outcome. Uh, you are known with this ballot campaign to restore control over guns to Ohio. Yeah. Uh, that that move that you know you definitely distinguished yourself from your opponents. In what other ways would you say you were different than your opponents? Well, I think there are a handful of things. So we've talked about gun safety. You know, I'm running against guys with A and A plus ratings from the NRA. I'm advocating for um, you know a bold stand on gun safety. We've talked about you know embracing um, a, a sort of an outlook where we're not afraid to, to tackle climate change uh, unabashedly. My opponent in the primary won't even take a position on one of the, the bigger environmental issues of the day. When it comes to, uh, and I would, both, by the way, encourage everyone if they're willing, I don't know if I'm allowed to do a plug like this, but go to pgsittenfeld.com. I think they'll see a very substantive agenda with a whole lot of things. Obviously, you know, still the number one issue is the economy, and here we are where too many folks remain with stagnant wages. Uh, you know, the, the minimum wage is not allowing people to get by enough. Uh, college is out of reach for too many folks, and those that do go and take out student loans end up being saddled with that debt for decades to come. So you know, I think the, the huge issue that we've been sort of pushing is how can we continue to build an economy that works for everybody, not just for those at the very top. I mean, a couple other just things that I might highlight that are, are, are less intuitive. As you mentioned, you know, I'm an elected leader in Cincinnati. I'm proud to be the top vote-getter there. But I actually would argue that unlike the sort of the, the gridlock and the dysfunction uh, and the obstruction that people have gotten used to in Washington, right now in our democracy, it's, it's cities and sort of local communities that are the engines and the laboratories where things are actually getting done, where ideas are being tested, where solutions are being implemented. So I think having people that are sort of practitioners on the ground and know what it looks like to actually be getting things done, more of that is needed in Washington. And then one final thing, I don't know if this is a, a generational sort of aspect or not, but I do feel like I'm coming from a place where, you know, we shouldn't be still arguing about some of these crazy social issues. If two people, if, if we're lucky enough in our society that two people fall in love, of course let's give them, you know, sort of all equal protections under the law. I think in terms of a fluency with technology, um, one of my, uh, I have three older sisters who have molded me into a strong feminist. One of them is a writer, and she wrote a piece that said, you know, I wouldn't mind having a few more senators that actually knew how to send their own tweets. Now, that's obviously shorthand for, you know, more people that I think understand the ways in which technology and innovation 
upending our society. So those are just a few more of the things that I think differentiate me from either a Rob Portman or a Ted Strickland. Well, I, you know, we don't live in Ohio. My, uh, but we welcome you back anytime. <laughs> my producers <laughs> live in New York and I live in California, but we'd vote for you. Tell me, you know, why is it that Ted Strickland has refused to debate you, PG? Well, I think the real, I think the, if folks want to also find me on Twitter at PG Sittenfeld, our top pinned tweet shows a video of the last time that he and I spoke side by side. And the reality is, I think we're advocating more forcefully for a more substantive agenda. We're doing it in a more energetic way. And I honestly believe he doesn't want to stand side by side with me on a stage and maybe not sort of be able to, to, to capture people's, um, what they're looking for in quite, the, in quite the same way. So, you know, look, I, I think there, are, there, there, must, there need to be some things in our democracy where a candidate doesn't just look through a sort of, you know, crass, cynical prism of what's the best political calculus. And to me, debates must be one of those things. This is part of what our process is all about, is being willing to go before the voters, stand side by side with your opponent, articulate your vision, and then trust the voters enough that they can decide for themselves who the right candidate is. So it it is disappointing that Ted Strickland has said not one debate, not two debates, not three debates, zero debates. He's not going to engage at all. Again, I don't think, to me, that's also not good training for someone who wants to go to the, the world's greatest deliberative body. Oh, no. Uh, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, we are out of time, but, you know, you are, they're calling in the race, the, the fresh face. And I think that I think we need some new blood. I know we do in our Senate. And the great state of Ohio definitely needs two Democrats in the Senate. Not well, just the, one. the wind is at our you. back. Thank you for the conversation, Leslie. And I look forward to the next time. Oh, no, I definitely look forward to it. Seriously, you've uh, you've got our support and we will help you as much as we can. I'm so you're, grateful. You're smart. We love you. And <laughs> I'm not a gun gal. So thank you. Thank you, PG. On, tw- on Twitter, uh, follow the councilman at PG Sittenfeld. That's S-I-T-T-E-N-F-E-L-D. The website is pgsittenfeld.com. Check it out. If you're in Ohio and you're looking for something new or someone new, you're tired of all the hot air and people getting big checks from big corporations like his opponent and the current incumbent, then this is a fresh face and a fresh new guy who's really making some headway and saying a lot of things that make sense and that need to be said and need to be done, especially with regard to guns and gun laws in the great state of Ohio. The website is pgsittenfeld.com. Again, P-G-S-I-T-T-E-N-F-E-L-D. And on Facebook, go to facebook.com forward slash pgsittenfeld. How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, A unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola Energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola Energy. Energy you want, taste you love. How to show up with Coca-Cola Energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola Energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola Energy. Energy you want, taste you love.